welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You could find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. Today is episode 91, and it's entitled Everyone Has a Plan Until They Get Punched in the Mouth. So, this was a quote actually given by Mike Tyson when he was, when somebody was asking him about this fight that he was going to have with Evander Holyfield. And you know, kind of what his plan was, and and I think the purpose of his quote is, well, you know, of course I've I've got somewhat of a plan, but once you get punched in the face, everything changes. Once you get punched in the mouth, you might not be able to go back to that plan. I mean, even today is an example of this. I I was getting. I had the inspiration for this podcast this morning when ironically we were, I was playing basketball and, you know, I got, I got fouled pretty, pretty good and I was not happy about it. And it just kind of struck me. I was like, oh yeah, there, there's the topic for the podcast. But, but the other part of that is when we get punched in the mouth, it, do, it can do two things. It can knock us down. Or it can wake us up. Whenever you get punched in the mouth, whenever something doesn't go right, whenever it doesn't go the way you want it to, you got two choices. Stay down or wake up. And it's interesting for me because this morning when I got got fouled pretty good and like I said, I wasn't happy about it, it woke me up. There's something about when our adrenaline rushes, and I don't know if that's something that we can like, that we can manufacture, that somehow we can just produce in our body to create this adrenaline. But when my adrenaline starts going, especially when I feel I've been wronged or something of that nature, oh my goodness, does my adrenaline come out and just fire up? You know, it's it's almost like this extra level of help from this, ad- this adrenaline. So you have a choice, guys. Whenever you get punched in the mouth, you can stay down or you can get up. You can wake up. What are you going to choose to do? I mean, for me, for many years, I- I've chosen to stay down. It's like I've gone through, not even the motions, but I have gone through the things that I feel guided to do. But as far as being fully awake, as far as going after everything in my life that I desire, I'm not there. And I don't, and I don't know what some of that's about. I think sometimes when we get punched in the mouth, we become somewhat apathetic. And and maybe there's something about that of us thinking, oh my goodness, if I get up again, I'm just going to get punched in the mouth again. Maybe. But you don't know that. You know, people, people are going to hurt us in our lives, whether it's family, whether it's even, even fr- quote-unquote friends. And many of them don't even mean to. It's going to happen. And especially the world, it's going to have people out there that are going to try to punch you in the mouth. 
The only thing you get to decide is how resilient you're going to be. I mean, how resilient are you going to be in those moments that you get punched? In those moments that everything that you think you wanted in your life isn't working out? You know, that that girl that you were interested in is no longer interested or ends up with somebody else. Like, what do you do then? You slow down. Now, granted, you know, for Mike Tyson, like when he's in the middle of this giant fight, he can't just slow down necessarily. But he can slow down his mind. He he can calm down his mind because do you know what's most important when we get punched in the mouth is to get back to ourselves as quickly as possible. What do I mean by that and why is that so important? Well, it's so important because if if you allow that one single punch to alter your game, to alter your course, to alter anything, you're allowing other people to have influence over you. And you're also taking yourself out of the game. I mean, even this morning when I was playing ball, it, it was funny because there's one of the guys that I play with that actually likes to get into it a little bit and it's, it's mostly just for fun. And, and this particular person that I was playing, I, I forgot that he wasn't one of those people. So he was getting a bit agitated and I was getting a bit agitated and I started, play, and I started to play harder and more physical and just woken up. I mean, I was, I was very awake. But after a moment, after a few moments, I was able to slow down again. Because I got, I got the kick of adrenaline that I, I needed to really wake me up. I mean, we play early in the morning and so it woke me up. But then it was important that my mind slowed back down. We cannot let when other people throw punches it to get us off our course. Now, of course, they have agency. They get to decide whatever they're going to do in their lives. We can't control that. But you can control whether you're going to get back up or not. I remember watching, There's I follow Arsenal, it's a soccer team over in England, and I remember watching one particular game, now if you're not familiar with the game of soccer, you can get a, if you get a yellow card, it's kind of like a warning, but if you get a red card, you're off the field and your team has to play the entire game without that extra person. So I was watching this game and one of the players got kicked off. Now... It's interesting to watch what will happen with the team when this, when, when this occurs. Because some teams, I mean, it's, it's usually not as common, but some teams will really, really just hunker down and fight. And other teams will give up. And I remember watching one particular game, I believe it was against Chelsea, that they were playing... And they were playing out of their minds. And honestly, it was incredible. I would take watching that over watching a blowout any day. I mean, and here's a thought coming to my mind right now. 
there was a play that I watched many years ago and and the bad guy of the of the show basically went to the good guy and said you ba- you should be thanking me and the good guy's like why and the bad guy said well because i gave you all those opportunities to grow i was you know it was because of me that you had to fight it was because of me that you had to wake up it was because of me no while i don't believe that God necessarily punishes us per se. I mean, he does things to wake us up. So maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. What I do know is that when we turn to him, he can guide us. And also what I do know is no matter what challenge gets placed in your life, you can overcome it. Yeah, this last week I... I mean, sometimes it's hard, like when we, you know, get a punch in the mouth per se to decide, okay, what am I going to do next? You know, and my goal this last week was to finish a chapter of my book, to finish editing this particular chapter. And I, and I didn't get it done. You know, I got in super late on Sunday night from traveling and driving all day. And the next day I, you know, I I stayed out way late at night with a, a good friend that was in town performing and it like, and so I was just, I was so wrecked when it came to Tuesday that I did. I, I gave up. I, I decided that sleep was more important and I have no idea whether it was or wasn't. But bottom line, I didn't get done what I said I was going to do. You're going to have challenges. You're going to have things that try to trip you up. You get to decide whether they will. My, my mentor, Michael Neal, shares a, shares a beautiful story about this in one of his books. You know, he shares a time when he was a little kid and playing American football. And he was chasing after this guy. And one of the other players threw themselves in front of him to try to trip him up. And he says that... You know, he could have stepped over that player, but he allowed himself to trip so he didn't have to keep going. I, I had one of, my, one of my friends yesterday that's incredibly successful that I was talking to. He said something really interesting. He said, sleep is a choice. Now, I don't know. I haven't really done enough exploration of that to see whether that's true or not for me. But it did really get me thinking. It got me thinking, okay, well, what if that was the case? I mean, I have times when I go to bed and I have like five hours of sleep and I'm fine. And I have other times when I go to bed and I sleep for like seven or eight hours and I'm exhausted. That's kind of interesting. I mean, I think sometimes, (laughs) this is actually a good example with uh, the soccer world. We've seen people, if you've ever watched soccer, you've seen somebody get barely, barely touched and fall down like they have broken their leg. Like they have just gotten so hurt, so bad, and they're just, they're just in, they look like they're in agony on the field. Only to the second they need to, they get up really fast. Well, what if that's us? 
what if that's us getting barely, barely touched and we fall down like it's nothing? I mean, even this morning, as I, I was, as I was agitated, I, there was this guy that stepped in front of me and I, and I, I ran into him. He he was a, a big guy. I didn't hurt him or anything, but you know, my, I was reaching for the ball in my head or reaching for something in my head, ran into him, into his stomach. I mean, like I said, he was, he, he was fine, but I did. I, I, I let, I let myself just lie there for a moment. And it was more so, I don't know, maybe, maybe there's a tiny bit of me that wanted him to call, call a foul, even though it really wasn't, uh, but, you know, or I wasn't in my right mind. I don't know what it was, but I, I did. I just let myself fall to the ground and just lie there for a moment so that I could get my bearings back. And then after that, I pretty much hopped up and, you know, just, just got back into the game. There is nothing wrong when you get punched in the face to take a timeout. I mean, even in boxing, for example, you have rounds. You go for a certain amount of, a certain amount of time, however, it's, however long for that round, for that particular competition. And then you sit down and you take a timeout. You know, even just a minute or two. I think we're so busy, especially when we get punched in the mouth. We're so busy figuring out our next step. And instead of just slowing down and allowing it to come to us. You know, it's interesting even today is like I had a couple of different challenges as I was sitting down to record this podcast. Like once I just slowed down and allowed myself to say what I wanted to say and it was fine. It is so important when you get punched in the face to slow down. And sometimes it's even important to take a time out. Some of those punches hurt really, really bad. There, there's, a, a, there's a scene in the movie Miracle. Awesome, awesome hockey movie. It's about the, the, it's called The Miracle on Ice where USA beat a team that they had no business beating. <laughs> like just, I, I believe if I remember right, it was uh, the USSR or something, but they had zero business beating the USSR. So how did they do it? They just kept fighting. I think there's something else that, well, the, the part I was going to share on that is there's a moment in the movie where the coach, there's a player that's hurt and the coach asks the doctor, would he be okay if he played on it? Which is really cool because there's plenty of coaches that wouldn't care. <laughs> They'd just be like, ah, whatever. We, we need him for this game. If he's hurt, he's hurt. But the coach asks the doctor and he says, if he plays on this, will it... Would it possibly injure him worse? And the doctor basically says, you know, no. And he learns it's, it's basically just a bruise. So it'll hurt, but it won't hurt him. And, and there's, a, there's a term in sports that says you can, everybody plays hurt. It's, 
you know, it's different to play hurt than to play injured. Everybody's got aches and pains. And, you know, I was, I was talking to a friend that, you know, he's got all kinds of challenges when it comes physically. And he still loves to get out there and play the game. We allow so many tiny, tiny, tiny things to affect us. You know, to be like that, that person that trips us on the soccer field, barely touches us, and we go over and we scream. And hey, we all do it, myself included. And it's okay. There's nothing wrong with you making that choice. You get to decide what knocks you down, what takes you out of your game. I mean, what I've seen is the more, the bigger game that I play, the bigger obstacles I face. But I also believe and know, like I love, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, with God, nothing is impossible. What if you could operate your life from that standpoint? And to be honest, a lot of this stuff is new for me too. I mean, I've let myself get, you know, punched in the face so many times. And I think it takes less to knock you down each time. Because sometimes it hurts, guys. Oh my goodness, does it hurt? And the more times that you keep getting in the ring and the more times that you keep getting knocked out, if we allow it to, it can get a lot harder. It can feel a lot harder. I don't know what it is that you're facing at this time in your life, but I want you to think about the tiny punches that you're allowing to knock you down. The tiny punches that you know, it's, it's like the joke they say you know, in some movies when, you know, somebody, a weak person hits a strong person. He's like, oh, did, did a fly hit me? What was that? What if everything could merely be a glancing blow? So a punch that barely touches us instead of a knockout punch. I would bet, and now I have no experience with boxing, to be very clear. I mean, the last time I think I boxed somebody was when I was a little kid and I hated getting hit and I, and I also hated hitting. So I have zero experience of boxing, but I would bet there are experiences where a, a boxer let himself get knocked out early, where he could have given so much more fight. You know, when we are in the midst of going through a rough time in our lives, it's actually a time to fight. It's a time to get super clear on what it is you want and to fight. You know, Mike Tyson was very clear on his desire to, you know, win that fight with Evander Holyfield. If I remember right, it didn't, it didn't go as planned and it had some strange events, but we won't go into that now. He wanted to win the match. What is your intention? What is it that you're fighting for right now? And when you see those obstacles pop up, do you jump over them? Or do you let yourself get knocked out? What is it that you want? 
I mean, if you hadn't been knocked out, if you hadn't been you know, punched in the mouth so many times, like, Joseph, I, I don't want to get up anymore. Me too. Me too. I think sometimes we get punched in the face so many times we just become apathetic. And, and I've probably been there even personally for at, at different times. And I think it's, it's not like we're there or we're not there. It's where are you the most? Because even throughout the day, we get punched, we get knocked down, and we stay down for a few minutes. But where are you mostly? You know, I love the example of a wave and sometimes the waves are high, sometimes they're low. But I don't remember where I heard this from, but somebody was talking about how the waves just become less. You know, the, tr- the troughs and the peaks just become less and they become pretty even keel. I mean, even in my own life, I've become, for the most part, pretty even keel. You know, don't let your highs get too high, your lows get too low, that type of deal. But I want to come back to my question. Like, if you'd never been punched in the face before, here's honestly the way I see it. We come into this world as this beautiful, beautiful light. I mean, you look at you look at a baby's eyes and they're so lit up and so happy and so excited. And nothing deters that little kid. I mean, you could even, I'm not recommending it, but you could even say some really you know, bad words per se to a little kid and they would laugh because they haven't, they haven't learned what those mean. I mean, when we're young, I mean, even I'm, I'm just thinking of a little a baby think, trying to roll over. He hasn't placed in his mind, oh, goodness. My friend Tommy rolled over faster than I did. Oh, goodness gracious. I'd better not even try. Or Tommy, Tommy said something mean to me or... They don't do that. They just keep fighting. I believe that when we come to this world, we are so excited. If I remember right, there's a part in the Bible that basically talks about right before people get to come to earth, how excited and joyful and happy they are. Now, I know for some people that they might believe differently. We are so happy when we come to this world. We are so excited to be here. We're so excited to spread our wings and try stuff. Well, why do we stop? There, there's something, I believe it's Martin Seligman calls learned helplessness. We learn to be helpless. 
And, and it's interesting because you know what we're looking for? It's like, I didn't love high school. I, I mean, even in like junior high and stuff, I, in elementary school, I was picked on and all that other stuff. And I looked at the time when I was 21 as this time when, when I was going to come back and make a new name for myself. I was going to become a different person. But sometimes it can be hard to do that. I remember a story that Stephen King tells in his memoir called On Writing, which truly is one of the best books I have ever read. He says a story about this girl that was one of the models for, I've never read the book, Carrie, but I know enough about it to you know, understand there's this girl that just has you know, a really rough time. And it was, it was these gir- this girl at his school that just kind of, you know, didn't fit in, was made fun of, etc. And wore the same clothes all the time, because I guess that was more of a thing back then, and they couldn't afford any different. And one day, after Christmas break, she came back to school. And she looked totally different. I mean, he said something to the extent of, you know, maybe even a little bit attractive. New clothes, and... And she was beaming and so excited. And the mobs of the school just jumped on her so hard and trashed her. So all the light was out of her eyes. That, that story didn't end well. But she fell back into that person. I mean, especially when they'd already dominated her for so many years, they came back with a lot of punches and she couldn't handle it. Every one of us, again, comes into this world. I picture like those lanterns, those old, old school lanterns that are so bright with the little glass panes. And even to the touch, they're incredibly hot. We come into life like that. And as we're in this life, what happens is people start pouring buckets of paint on us. As I mentioned with the little kid, you could walk up to him and say some pretty bad things. Not that I would, but using this as a metaphor, and they would laugh. And they wouldn't, because they haven't associated any meaning to those things. And so you pour that paint on those lights. And because they're so hot, the paint instantly flows down the side and doesn't even stick. But eventually we get a little bit older and somehow somebody says something to us that gets us. You know, maybe it's a parent telling us, hey, you can't do that. Do this. And a little bit of that paint starts to stick on the outside of that glass. And then a little more and a little more and a little more. Until the paint, it it completely covers the lantern. And the people, and you can't even see your own light anymore. So how do we break that? Somebody like myself comes along. 
and they rip off a piece of that paint and say, hey, look, that's your light. That's who you are. That's who you're meant to be. And they look at it and they say, oh my goodness, I do have light. I do matter. I am of value. Do you know my job? My job is helping people to see the possibilities in themselves that they have long forgotten and given up. That's my job as a coach. And helping people even outside of that see their possibilities in their lives that they've given up on, that they've lost hope in, that they've let go. Every one of you has so much more potential than you could ever begin to imagine. It's inside of you. It's inside of every single one of us. And, and paraphrasing part of Marianne Williamson's quote, when you let your own light shine, you unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. I was telling a, a friend at the gym recently, I was like, dude, I, I can't believe I didn't get my challenge done this week. And he's like, Joseph, dude, chill. Like, you take on so much stuff. Of course, you're not going to get some of it done. But to me, that's not real. Like, to me, it's no. If I say I'm going to get it done, I got to get it done. And I feel bad when I don't. My, my goal is to show everybody in their life how possible it is to live the life of their dreams. But when the clouds come in, when the darkness comes in, when you just get so up in your head, it's hard to see that. It's hard to see your light when you haven't seen it for a long time. And if you haven't seen your light for a long time, please reach out to me. I would love to have a conversation with you and just help you see your light, help you see your possibilities, help you see everything in your life that is possible. To make those punches in the mouth glancing blows. There are things that I have been through in my life now that I've come across this particular understanding known as the three principles that would have knocked me out so hard. Like just flat on my back, like literally just knocked me out. That haven't knocked me out. They, they've gotten me to chill a little bit. They've gotten me to be a bit apathetic. But as far as knocked out, like out of the game, out of the game, which some of these could have done, no. When we start getting really hard on ourselves, it's also a sign that we need to be easier on ourselves. And if you need a reminder of that, go back and watch the episode called Go Easy on Yourself. You're doing the best you know how. You are fighting. You're doing the best you know how. That's all you got. I mean, what do we do when we get punched in the mouth? We become more clear of our intentions. I mean, for example, when I get, when I get hit today, like it, for a moment, I, 
I was a bit riled up and then I focused. And it actually was a launching pad. I mean, I, I played pretty well. I didn't I didn't shoot great. But as far as like energy and excitement and drive and all that stuff, I had that. You can use those punches to wake you up or knock you out. Notice I didn't even say knock you down because that's going to happen. I mean, you get hit in the face, you're going to probably sometimes fall down. And, and it, and sometimes like it just hits you the wrong way and it's going to knock you down. I was talking to another friend this morning and he talked about a time he was playing basketball years ago that this guy went up and punched like this guy that was like 5'10 went up and punched this guy that was like 6'5 and massive, but hit him hard enough that he knocked him out. It's okay to stay down for a moment. It's okay to rest. It's okay to relax. But then get back up. I I remember the uh, Chumbawamba song called Tub Thumping. No idea why it was called Tub Thumping. I mean, just thinking of all the lyrics now. But it says, I get knocked down and I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I get knocked down and I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. Every one of you, I invite you to rise up. I invite you to rise up and start following those tiny promptings that you're receiving each day. Those are breadcrumbs leading you down a trail that you couldn't begin to imagine how amazing it is. Every one of you, no matter where you're at in your life, whether you're 17 or 97, God has such an amazing plan in store for you. One that's going to keep, one that's going to make you so incredibly happy and amazed. You know, the more time that we spend working towards what we desire, the more time we spend showing up on those things, the better off we're going to be. And the further we're going to get down that road. I mean, there's the saying, the grass is greener where you water it. It is. Whatever, Whatever you put time and attention on will grow. That's just how growth works. You know, for example, if you want to become a musician, there's a good chance you need to practice. I, you know, I've had some great conversations with Ophi, who I, ha- who I had on the podcast before. And one of the things he told me is he spends almost every day, he watches two concerts and a stand-up comedy special. And this guy puts on a show like you would not believe. He is incredible. But he's working intentionally towards his goals. Whatever you work towards, whatever you spend your time and attention on, if you think of your time as units, whatever you, whatever you put that money into is going to get better. I mean, you're better yet. Maybe intention is more like water. 
And whatever tree you want to grow, you're putting water on. I guarantee if you water a tree and take care of it, it will grow. And you don't even have to take hours and hours and hours and hours to do it. You just show up and do what you can. I want you to think about in this moment, what is something that has knocked you out recently? What has knocked you down so hard that you have? You've become apathetic, even, and maybe, and maybe it's something about in, indirectly. Maybe it's a person that was rude to you, or a relationship that didn't work out, or something like that that's just had this, this overwhelming influence in your life for, the, for not the good. I want you, first of all, just to take a few deep breaths and understand even in that moment, whether you had any control or not, you were doing the best that you knew how. You know, I'm picturing, if, if you guys have ever played the game Punch Out, which from like the old Nintendo there's a character that when he stands up, he's so big that he first of all stands up on a knee. I think it's Soda Popinski, if I remember right. He stands up on a knee first, and then he stands up. I want you to think for yourself, what would that just tiny knee be of getting up for you? And then I want to invite you to go take that step. If you don't know what your dreams are, if you don't know what it is that you want, or if you feel just so hard-pressed that life has just hurt you pretty bad, I would really, really invite you to come talk to me on one of the Mondays that I do the free happy and single call. It doesn't matter if you're... It doesn't matter if you're single. It doesn't matter... None of that matters. The only thing that matters is that you show up. You would be amazed at how many resources you have available to you right now that if you just started showing up, you would be amazed. What's the, what's the tiny step for the dream that you have now? What is it that you want to do? What is it that you want to accomplish? What is it that you would love to achieve? You get one life. That's it. We spend so much more time getting through life trying to... I think, you know what? This is kind of coming to me right now. There's plenty of times we just spend time in the, in the ring dodging the punches because we're afraid they're going to hurt so bad. We dodge trying to go after the girl we want to go after. We dodge trying to... Do the things we want to do. When you start doing the things that you want to do, you will learn new lessons. You will wake up. And you'll have a lot of fun. Do I complete all the challenges I go after? No. But they're a lot of fun and I enjoy them. 
Stop trying to dodge all the punches. They're not so bad. I mean, you've gotten to where you're at in your life at this point and made it through a lot of punches, and you're okay. I would say get in the ring now with the things you really want to get in the ring with. What is it that you want to do? I mean, do you want to write a book? Do you want to do you want to just learn a song? Do you want to just learn one simple song on an instrument? Now, granted, if you're going to learn Sweet Child of Mine from Guns N' Roses, plan on spending far more time than you ever anticipated and trying to, try, trying to just avoid the feeling of discouragement because they're really good. But I would invite you... Whatever you've been inspired to do as you've listened to this podcast today, go do it. I would strongly, strongly invite you to do that, and I would encourage that. And go see what happens. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website Happy nsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world... Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.